to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We are locking the statements. Streaming every Friday. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are streaming on all social media platforms at Keys to the City. So subscribe, comment, share, and like. Yes, I'm in a joyous mood. And no, it's not because, Ted, we got a Christmas tree. We found a Christmas tree today. I know we waited. It's December 7th, but we finally got a Christmas tree. No, it's not that. No, it's not because it was a great week of football. No, it's not because the Philadelphia Eagles lost or hopefully a Washington football team and Dallas Cowboys. But... It's because of what I'm wearing. I felt like I was in heaven yesterday for most of that game. I was in enjoyment and to see how that felt as a Giant fan. And I've seen a lot on Twitter of people saying, oh, the Giants, oh, they won. Who cares? Like, It just felt good as a Giant fan to see, and I kept saying it, it was New York Giant football yesterday. And I also wanted to bring up for – one of the, our main supporters, Jace Garcia, the host of Drawing About the GM, and actually had a quick little 30-second clip for us. So let's get to that. Hey, guys. It's Big Jace from Drawing About the G-Men live every Wednesday at 6 o'clock. And the Giants just got a big win, 17-12, to 12, on the road in Seattle. The defense dominated, holding Russell Wilson, MVP caliber talent, to a QBR of 32 and a passer rating of 78, along with five sacks. This defense won them the football game. But my question for you guys, my question for you, Trevor, Teddy, and Joe, is this defense elite? Thank you. Well, you look at that jersey that he's wearing. It looks like the New York Giants of the 80s and even 2007 and 2011. And that's what I feel so satisfied. Because yesterday, you can see the two New York teams gave us headaches. But two New York teams that are going complete different trajectories. The New York Giants are sky high right now with confidence. And, well, the New York Jets almost blew their opportunity for saying for Trevor and Joe's second favorite team, the Jacksonville Jaguars would have got that kid named Trevor Lawrence. But <laughs> the Jets, being the New York Jets, found a way to keep all those Jet fans surprisingly happy. You don't usually say that a lot for you want to see your teams lose, but they were happy. But let's get back to New York Giant football because that's what we are. We're New York Giant football. It's back. And – I know we've bashed this man a lot over the past couple of years, and it all started even when the Odell Beckham Jr. trade happened. That's Dave Gettleman. And we haven't talked about I know the defense is the lead, but this defense comes into – this question all comes and stems back to Dave Gettleman. He's the one that traded for Leonard Williams that we ripped him apart. He's the one that went out to get James Bradbury, who's become a number one corner and should be going to his – Pro going to, I don't know if it's his first Pro Bowl or second, but it's probably his, he should be going to the Pro Bowl. Blake Martinez has as merged as one of, I don't know, the better linebackers in this game and a long time coming for the New York Giants. We desperately need it. Who else? Carter Coughlin, Tay Crowder. Well, um, well here's the thing. It starts with the real peppers. I know, but uh, Dexter Lawrence, all these trades, all these moves, all these selections 
have to come back to de- Joe doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> the future is set in Jacksonville, <laughs> baby. They, look, they almost found a way to win last yesterday too. But this all has to stem back to Dave Gettleman, the man that's gotten ripped. He hired Joe Judge. He brought in Jason Garrett too, and Patrick Graham. He has a say in all of that. And exactly, uh, Nico Loss, I think, is his last name. Another one that out of nowhere, you got to put the support. And Dave Gettleman, oh, and yeah, the most important thing, because he said something a couple of years ago in his press conference, we want to get this offensive line changed. And ladies and gentlemen, the New York Giants have answers at offensive lines. They have solutions. Let's go as far as that with this offensive line. Andrew Thomas has been brilliant the past five weeks. Hasn't given up a sack. Dominated last week. You just look at this whole team. It all stems back to Dave Gettleman. He deserves the credit. I'm excited. I'm ecstatic as a Giant fan right now. I know we're five and seven, but to see Giant football December seventh, and we're in contention still, is just it's so satisfying for me. Well, I'm going to go back to the question that was first well, asked I just by, to... by by Jace Garcia. Is this Giants defense elite? You have to think after what you saw yesterday. Absolutely, you can't question it no more. Okay. You can't. You would you like we did this right before the show. I'm like, think about the great quarterbacks the Giants have played this year. I'm like Tom Brady. Tom Brady didn't play well against the Giants at all. Got flustered all game long. And that's a team that you, Trev, has said multiple times that Tampa Bay is the best team in football. You I said, said NFC. Well, okay. And then at one time you said best in football. No, I didn't. I said most complete. Whatever. I'll agree to disagree. <laughs> Russell Wilson, three, four weeks ago, we considered as the front runner for MVP. He has taken a step back, but we still know Russell Wilson's one of the most elite quarterbacks yeah, in the game. Does, right yeah. now, that's a Rodgers home show one and two and it's, it's only them two yeah you look at what he's the giants did against jared goff in la jared goff has played well this year yeah he's had mistakes but they shut down jared goff big ben didn't have the greatest game early in the season imagine what the giants defense would do against that pittsburgh offense now in week what 11 12 i mean who cares you could tell that this giant defense is flowing you have to be understand that the first four games for this giant team was preseason there was COVID. There was no practice. There was no preseason. You had a brand new coaching staff. That is the difference. This team is finally falling, hitting their stride. And defensive coordinator Graham is finding the pieces and putting them in the right position. Listen, the team talks about it. Wendell Williams says he's having fun playing defense line. There, Mark Schleyer was on Colin Coward this morning, and he was talking about this is the most dynamic, mo- multiple defense in the NFL. That's one of the most confusing Listen, defenses. To, to, they have flustered to, everyone. Joe, you said it on the show, was it Friday or Saturday? You and me both agreed. I said the Giants defense had a hold in Seattle Seahawks under 24 points to win this game. You said closer to 17. They did exactly that. We talked about pressure, offensive defense. The defense played above and beyond what we expected. I really truly believe that because they only gave up three points in the first half. They set the tone. Bradbury shut down DK Metcalf. You know, people can talk about that stiff arm and DK Metcalf going like this, but here's the thing. He still tackled them. They almost knocked the ball down. By the way, Joe, you're giving a little credit to the Seattle Seahawks giving them one more point. I don't know if you're with uh, Vegas or something. It's 17-12. Don't give a little more credit to the Seahawks. We did. They they only got one touchdown. But yes, Bradbury play. Just go and, and then the last part I want to make before I let Joe do his thing <laughs> you, is this. The Giants finished. They finished because, again. because I know every Giant fan who's watching us or watching the game said, oh, no. After the, the defensive pass interference with the holding call, which, okay, whatever, it is what it is, they score the next play Seattle. And you're thinking in the back of your mind as a Giant fan, oh, 
S-I-T. What has happened? Are we going to blow this game again? Because that's the question you have as a Giant fan over and over. I'm only 33 years old, but I've seen enough games where the Giants have blown. We've seen it. We've, we've seen, seen it, it all, almost like, we saw, this year. We've we seen saw it, it this year. Yeah. Okay? But this team is finishing. That's why they're 4-0. And the closer closed it out, and that was the defense. And and they did what they were supposed to do. And the reason why the Giants won yesterday was not because of their offense. is because their defense. And they have proven why this defense is elite. I throw out the Steelers game, and I throw out the 49ers game. If you look at the Giants otherwise, they should be 9-3. and three. They should be on an eight-game winning streak, dating back to the, the first Washington win. If that were the case, had the Giants finished out those games like they're doing now, and we were talking about a 9-3 and three Giants team with this defense, even without Saquon, even with Jones out, I think you'd still be talking about, are the Giants the best team in the NFC? The only reason we don't is because they're 5-7, and seven, and you would feel stupid arguing that the best team in the <laughs> NFC yeah. is 5-7. and seven. But yeah, yeah, yeah. take a look around. I mean, outside of the Rams, over the last few weeks, everybody's kind of taken a tank. Well, see, I'm Seattle. Saints are on a nine-game win streak, but listen, take them away from whatever, and that's coaching. Joe, use Tampa Bay. Everyone they've played, they've either had a lead or played tough to the wire. And you're 100% right. You close out that Philly game. How about the Dallas game? Whatever, you lost that. But if you finish the Philly game and you and beat Tampa Bay, seven five. we're 7-5. And five, and, the whole, and we're not talking about the NFC East division race anymore. And, and our, we're, not, we're just not. And the whole perspective of the Giants team is a whole different mantra. We're and you we have, have a better feeling have, about it. We You're not questioning everything. I mean, Jay said it. You sacked Russell Wilson five times. He also threw a pick and fumbled. They confused the hell out of them. The defense played great. And Seattle, who had the third-rated rush defense in football, gave up 190 yards to a team that supposedly can't run the football, right? Well, and you also, you also knew the game plan was going to be, we're going to run the football. It wasn't like it was some big mystery to, to Seattle what was about to happen. The idea that the Giants were able to manhandle that team on both ends of football. Because again, listen, you know, we, we had the conversation before the game on Saturday. The conversation was where was there more pressure? And Ted said the defense. And he makes the point look, if the defense doesn't keep it at five nothing, having only allowed three points themselves in the first half, the Giants have no chance. But I think more importantly, the fact that they put up no points in the first half is negated by the fact that my major concern going in was can the Giants offense stay on the field long enough that the defense not just out there for the entire first half because as good as they are, and they might be the best defense in the NFC right now, if they're on the field for 40 minutes, I'm sorry to say you're going to get exposed every time. It was only That's a just the reality of it. It was only a difference of minutes. Seattle controlled the ball for, I believe, it was 30 minutes and 11 seconds, and Giants they were at 29. So it was right on thing. Listen, Perfect. Seattle had 327 yards to offense. Giants had 291. But that's not the point. If you think about the old saying, bend but don't break, the Giants gave up a lot of yards in between the 20s and 30s. Never but broke. they never gave up never any broke. big plays. I said it to you as I was driving up, and I remember the stat. Seattle had the most 30-yard completions this year, 30-plus. It was 21 of them. 12 of them were to Metcalf, eight of them for touchdowns. They did not complete a pass over 30 yards yesterday. The biggest pass was to Chris Carson for the touchdown. And here's the other thing. The longest rush was Russell Wilson's 19-yard rush. So all the big plays, because Seattle's built on big plays, the Giants held their own. Secondary. I mean, you think about it. A year ago, 
Secondary, we got no cornerbacks. We lost DeAndre Baker. Listen, right, this is a this was a kid that we thought, hey, we're going to put him right on the outside of James Bradbury. We're going to have two solid corners. We got Jabril Peppers. We drafted McKinney, who hasn't even really played and done anything for the Giants. Logan Ryan has been, or Ryan, Logan Ryan. I, I want to make sure been, I, I, has been a, has been an All Pro type safety. Jabril Peppers has bounced off of. Kind of a struggle since coming to Cleveland, but last year he struggled. But this year he's elevated. He's, he's elevated his game to another level where the Giants found, hey, we might have two safeties plus Logan Ryan. You resign them, plus you could get Leonard Williams, and that's the scary part. And you know what the you don't thing? even have you don't even have an elite rusher with this defense. Pass rusher, uh, elite pass rusher, I should say. Can you just imagine if they did have that elite pass rusher? This giant. I mean, at Leonard Williams. We don't talk about Jeez. him enough. We don't talk about what, him enough. Was what was that? Was that beast. Joe? He's oh, a beast. I didn't know what that was. I was like, what the hell is that? Joe, I will say this, though. He, he, he's I, been all over the field this entire year that this man, I know it's a contract year. The man deserves to get paid. He's playing like it. Let Joe, me say this real good. What do you got, no, Teddy? No, I, you go, all I was going to say is, and I've been saying this for years, if you know anything about football, and not everyone does know, and actually know the game of football, the middle linebacker is the quarterback of your defense, okay? We have our quarterback in Daniel Jones. We haven't had a quarterback in the middle of that defense in it since Antonio Pierce, right? If you remember the Giants' defense, Antonio Pierce was the glue, made the play on the screen pass in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, Blake yeah. Martinez is probably the best pickup, other than Bradbury, that I've seen the Giants have in years. His – Who's that too? Whose credit is that too? Gettleman. I mean, and people knock that because they're like, oh, he makes tackles I mean, he seven, yards down the, well, like the, seven yards down the road. And I said road purposely. Guess what? When you have three monsters of Dexter Lawrence, B.J. Hill, and Leonard Williams, resident. You, that and it controls the line of scrimmage and you let your linebacker, just look how good Blake Martinez, they said in the game, only him and Bobby Wagner in the last four years have the most tackles in the NFL. Here's my thing is that well, first of all, Dave Gettleman's not losing his job. And anybody that still wants to think Dave Gettleman is a problem, then you're an idiot and you're not a real Giant fan. You're not watching the same tape that we are because Dave Gettleman has made a lot of these moves that these undrafted type players, these seven, six rounders who are having a great impact on this team, not even just off, not even just defensively, but special teams and offensively. And with the hires of Joe Judge, with the hire of bringing Jason Garrett, and Patrick Graham, who is going to get, I mean, I hope he doesn't leave the Giants, but he is well-deserving of getting a lot of interviews this offseason for a head coach. He's he's well and more deserved it because he's brought a defense that was piss poor last year, was at the bottom of the league, was a laughing stock to a defense that's, whoa, we're playing this team? We're playing the Giants? That teams that Kyler Murray is going to have to face – Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield, and whoever the quarterback is at the time of the Dallas Cowboys in Week 17. My thing also, which gets me excited, is even if the Giants, the Giants do make the playoffs, they'll have gone against every type of quarterback. Let's be honest. They're in this whole stretch. They're going to go against the three most athletic quarterbacks in the league with maybe the exception of Cam Newton and Lamar, Kyler, and Russell Wilson. Well, they just shut down Russell Wilson in the most high-octane offense, maybe besides the Chiefs in the NFL. Now they're going to play the Arizona Cardinals, who are going backwards, and Kyler Murray is struggling now. 
And then you're going to play Baker next week, which would be a great game. And then you got to play Lamar. So they're going to have every type of quarterback. They're going to be mentally and physically prepared for every quarterback that they play. I know they haven't played Rodgers. I know they haven't played Breeze yet. But guess what? They played against every type of quarterback. They're going to be ready each and every week. And you said, oh, maybe they have a, a, a sluggish week this week. No. They have the right guy, the right coach at the helm in Joe Judge. This guy is no BS. This guy takes no crap from anything, and he's a Belichick guy. Trust me. He's going to have these guys ready for the Cardinals. Cardinals are going to have their hands full because this defense and this team is going in the right direction. And as a Giant fan, and I speak for all of us, we're excited, and it's about damn time that we're seeing New York Giant football. Pass rush, defense, running the football, they're doing everything and great coaching. Hey, did Joe Judge make another good move of firing Mark Colombo? Yeah. Because the reason why I say that is Trev was trying to argue. I wrote down they have seven straight 100 yard rushing games. Gallman had his first in his career yesterday. But when's the last time you think of the Giants rushing for over 100 yards for seven straight games and actually opening holes? It's not because Saquon was there and he's magnificent. I mean, literally 190 yards rushing yesterday and 31 rushes for 109, 6.1 yards a carry. Incredible. Joe, my last thing is Colt McCoy. I did say this on Saturday. When given the opportunity that the ball's in his hand, he needs to make the plays. He made the plays when given the opportunity. His stats weren't pretty. We expected him. We, expe- I mean, maybe not uh, just barely of 100 yards, but we expected him to have numbers that were not going to be like eye-popping. They were. He's going to get a game manager type deal, and that's what he did. He made the throws when it needed, and he did a great job. They also did a great job especially on third down conversions because Seattle every time was bringing the blitz every time in that a gap with Jamal Adams. And they did a tremendous job of getting the ball out quick. Evan Ingram, nice solid game. Uh, Sterling Shepard as well, but the running game is going, the defense is flowing. If that continues, it's going to be hard to take, to stop this team because if you can run the ball, offenses, off the field. And now Daniel Jones can run the ball too once he comes back. I don't know how much so run. Well, they said that he's 90, 95% sure that he might be playing against Arizona. So that is a yep. very telling sign and a very positive step. But I'll tell you one Sunday. thing. I'm not going to rush him now. Winning this game against Seattle almost gives you a little breather. No, like, no, if he's not no, listen, no, no, if he's no, not 100%, no, you're you're you sit him because it's about the final three games. No, you're wrong. I'm not wrong. Yes. You can't risk him not being hurt and ruining that, that hamstring. And he's out for the season because you won't win a But if he's game. 90 to 95% Ready. You don't rush it. A hamstring injury is something you don't mess with because all it takes is one. And then he's out for the season, Trev. You got to keep the pedal to the metal. Trev, Cole McCoy just went to Seattle and can win. I who did, who this I, is I, the I, person I, on Saturday said they have no chance probably to win the game, and they proved me wrong as a Giant fan. Right. Okay, so if that means that Daniel Jones has to sit another week, and he's there for the stretch run, because that's the most important. Because you want him for the playoffs. If he comes back in oh, Arizona get, and hurts his hamstring again, he's done for the well, season. We got to get to the playoffs first. We right. are going Hold on, be quiet now. Listen, let's. I got to. You, first of all, I'm going to ask you a question, and I don't want your answer right now. Him? You, Trevor. Okay. Can the Giants win the Super Bowl this year? Sit on that for a minute and don't answer it until I'm done with what I'm about to say here. You can think about it too, Teddy, because I'll be curious how you think. A couple things. First of all, on Colt McCoy, he. he did everything he needed to do yesterday. Exactly. You know, and and even the pick, it was a familiar scene in New York. It certainly wasn't on him, uh, that interception. Incidentally, Shepard and Engram, five receptions on 14 targets. Everybody else, eight for eight. 
Where's the problem right now with the Giants receiving core? I, I'm not sure that it's the quarterbacks, and it's it's starting to get a little more obvious. That stat did come, by the way, courtesy of Jace Garcia from drawing about the G-Man, who this week on his fantasy lock picked Colt McCoy. And I said, if you want to be bold and crazy, pick the Giants defense. Colt scored 8.4 Giants. Defense scored 12. I win. Speaking of the Giants defense, Leonard Williams, I said it all last year watching that, you know, Teddy, you know this better than anybody. The the Just what he did last year, and I know the numbers weren't there and it was frustrating. You started to see more hits and pressures later in the year and people were like, ah, he's a bum. The, the disturbance that guy creates up the middle yeah. is unbelievable. And you put him with those other big boys, you get some decent linebackers and look what you got, a really great defense. And by the way, Blake Martinez, you're exactly right. I remember everybody was super underwhelmed at that sign. And he seemed like one of those compiler tacklers. His motor is all pro. His leadership. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be in the all pro, but that's, that's guys with a motor like that, that run sideline to sideline on every play and don't give up. Those are guys that you see. Those are guys you see in the pro bowl and, and rightfully so. Uh, on the topic, by the way, of uh, Patrick Graham, uh, don't forget how good the Dolphins defense is now. Uh, yeah. it, it, it's almost you, you almost want to forget those guys are playing great football as well. And he's already got these guys doing what those guys doing what those guys couldn't figure out last year. He's already got the play in motion. It's almost good that he wasted some time in Miami. Well, teaching I mean, the that to be good. They went up to New England. You think about that, Joe. That's the tone center. Patrick Graham and that Brian Flores win against with Fitzpatrick week 17 against New England was a tone setter for them. And Patrick Graham and that defense shut down Brady. And, and, and look at the Dolphins and look at the New York Giants right now. It, it's, it's fascinating. To answer your question, Joe, I told this to Ted, actually. I have three scenarios of the NFC Championship, and two of them consist of the New York Giants in them. And the other one is against the Packers Saints. And the other one is Giants Saints or Giants Packers. Because the way this defense is playing and with this running attack, it feels like 07. It feels like 11. And their defense is better than they were in 11. Their defense wasn't that good, but their running attack. And Daniel Jones will be like an Eli because he doesn't have to do too much. He just needs to make the, the play. Problem is there is no there is no there is no Paxico Burris. And there is no Victor Cruz on this receiver. And that is the reason that. why it's going to hurt them in the playoffs because I said it before, and I'm not knocking your point. But to be honest, at the end of the day, we said this, Joe, on Saturday. Well, we've been, your quarterback's going to have to make I the know. play. We've been saying this all year. We've been saying this. Yeah, but can the receiver get open? Trevor, Trevor. Trevor, apologize to Ted because, listen, if you truly think that the Giants are a Super Bowl contender, then you don't if if Jones isn't ready to go look it's not worth it's not worth him playing against the cardinals it's not if you believe that the future is now then you let him sit okay yeah okay that's, that's, that's my thought if he's not uh-huh. 100% you could cuz here's why kyler murray you mentioned's been struggling and took a step backwards and he's been doing it against defenses like the rams the kinds of defenses that when i watch other teams play where i'm thinking the giants are really good that's one of the defenses i compare it to again you saw that 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 team uh, able to handle uh, handle kyler murray so whether colt mccoy or or daniel jones starts this week i still think the giants have a legit chance to beat the cardinals They'll have to, it's going to be the same game plan. We're laughing with Jason's comment because it is true every week. 
every freaking week. And I was I was just thinking, well, I, yeah, I could see the Giants doing it because of what we've talked about each and every week with the NFC. The NFC is wide open. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Saints, that defense, you want to talk about great defenses? The Saints defense is legit. And with Rodgers in that offense clicking, Rodgers, by the way, just fastest quarterback to get to 400 touchdowns. So shout out to him. And an illustrious career, continued illustrious career. Those are the only two teams I can really see it. We just went against Seattle. So what makes you say we can't beat Seattle again? Tampa Bay, we were on the we were right there. So what makes you think we can't beat them? Rams. The Rams, we were right there. What makes you think we can't beat them? We haven't played the Saints and Packers, so I can't answer that. But again, when, when of, you look at the floors of every team, the NFC is wide open for the taking. With in the, 2007. The Saints, with the exception of maybe the Saints. Absolutely. In 2007, this was a pretty similar situation, except for the Giants were 10 and 6. That's the only yeah. difference here. And, and then they had that. Sure, right. Listen, everybody went. wanted Eli on the bench and everybody yeah. wanted Coughlin out of town at the time. And mm-hmm. I remember all of the, and, they, and, and we've talked about this, all the teams that they ended up beating the playoffs were all games that during the regular season, I thought, ah, man, you know, they, they played with these guys. They could beat these guys. And when it came down to it, I never, I never doubted. And I, it, it's funny. I mean, I, I like to think I'm a very objective fan. You know, I'm never, I mean, again, I said 17, 16 for this game. That's where I thought it could get. That was my best case scenario for the giants. I mean, that, that was how they were going to have to win this game. And they did it. They continue to do it. They show me week in and week out the kind of team they are. That's what I'm saying. The coaching is there. The Giants have the coaching. Just look at the coaching staff compared to it was the past couple of years. The reason why the Giants are in the situation they are now in the past years, they've been a laughingstock, is the coaching. And the players are buying into Joe Judge, as in every Giant fan should buy in to Joe Judge because it's working and it's going in the right direction. I'm excited. By the way, quick stat before we get into something else. I don't think that's a bad comment, though, either, because I'm telling you, that's why, like, in the Giants – and everyone else, that's what keeps the NFC open. Because here's the thing. There's no crowd. You're going to go up to the Saints. If you have to play the Saints, you don't have to worry about the crowd. I think they have a crowd. That, and that's huge. I because we all know what it's like to play in that crowd. But not crowd. a big crowd. Uh, yeah, it's a small crowd. But, but you, it, Joe, you have some you crowd. Have, but you got to go to Lambeau. You don't have to worry about 70,000 people up in Lambeau. When you go into wherever you have to go, you don't have to worry. And if we know anything about Giant fans, we'd rather be on the road than home. We play better on the road. That's what we did when we won the Super Bowls. We don't like to be the number one seed. We have one playoff game. We want to be the underrated team. Quick, a quick step before we get into and which will lead to my next point is longest winning streaks currently in the NFL. The Steelers, 11. They're going to the playoffs. The Saints at nine. They're going to the playoffs. The Chiefs at seven. They're going to the playoffs. The next two teams look like they're going to the playoffs. Tied with four, the New York football giants and the Cleveland Browns. With maybe the most surprising victory. I don't know which one was more surprising. I'd say this one was more surprising than the New York Giants. No, 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 no. no. I mean, that was, I mean, with the way this. You thought the Browns was a more shocking. Because you were the one that. Yeah. Also, I mean, look, look at the final score and you're like, well, I mean, it was, it was 35-14. I mean, they blew them out of the water. I mean, right. Again, dude, they blew them out. This game wasn't even close. Again, I wrote, I wrote Giants upset Seattle because I, I, I was not in the least bit surprised. When that game ended, I, I no this game. I was like, "Will you look at that?" Yeah, if, if I remember, it was Ted that said the pressure was on Baker Mayfield, and Baker Mayfield came up clutch. Oh yeah, and then Huge. Look at, and and you see this team right now. 
they're very formidable in an AFC that, yes, the Chiefs are there and the Steelers are dealing with some injuries. And with Big Ben, we're going to see with this with today's game against Washington if he's still playing or not. I know it's questionable. But the Cleveland Browns right now, four straight games, four straight game winning streak. They're running the ball successfully. I've said this. The reason why I say the Browns are a better team and why the Cardinals need Kyler Murray to do more is because you just saw it firsthand yesterday the Browns well here's the difference Mayfield did more and it just showed how the game was elite the defense caused turnovers Derrick Henry fumbled for the first time since last year he was human which was stunning and we I I could speak for all of us we were all on the Titans this week am I right oh yeah we were yeah so we all expected the Browns to get probably killed we no, I know. I did not expect to make killed. I thought it would be a closer game. I just thought the Titans would win because me and Joe had both said, we prefer Tannehill over Mayfield. We don't have trust in Mayfield making the throws. Listen, when Mayfield plays this good, this Browns team has a legit chance to go to the Super Bowl and win it. With the running game that they have, if your quarterback can play like he did yesterday, no turn, no mistakes, you know, and he just plays well and plays within himself, it makes a huge difference. Now, them up 38 to three, up seven, and having the game get outscored 28 to three in the second half scares me a little bit. But this is a team that's not used to being up like that. They don't know what it's like to be up this many points. The thing is, they should take a page out of the New York Giants. They have to finish. And so, they're going to have well, games. Look, that, hold on. The, the, honestly, though, the, the difference is, you know what? When, when, you, when you put up 38 points and sit, that's fine. When you put up 20 points like the Giants do and sit, you're asking for trouble. If you would have told me that this game ended 41-35, I would have guessed that the Titans had won it and that Baker threw a last second like 50-yard bomb from the from the, you know, in, into the end zone to get the score to. I would have never believed he would put 40 up on the Titans. But I think it's a lesson to the Giants that if this untalented clown can do it, Daniel Jones can do it. Let him rip some. Because this is my hold on. My other issue, look, Look at the way everybody else is aggressive. They go for it on fourth down constantly. You would think the Giants were like 13-0 and 0 the way they play. They're so conservative all the time, and it's like, dude, one more loss and the season's over. Like, legit, one more loss, your season might be over. Why are you, like, not taking a shot with, with 40 seconds left and, at the end of the first half? Seattle, but I'm saying, dude, Seattle just started chucking the ball down. Like, they don't care. Why do the Giants play a different brand of football than everybody else? No trick plays, same running. It's 2020. You've got to keep up a little bit. Joe, I know. No, but they're comfortable in their own journey. Listen, Joe. they're simple, and, they, and that's how they've always been. They're conservative, and they're comfortable in their own skin and they're never going to change joe they are never going to change just like the uniforms and all the other stuff they are old school boring standards. it's gonna be hard to win then oh i know but well, listen, they, they did it the boring way the past couple listen, times. other than the two super bowls in 86 and 91 when was it ever easy for the giants to win games you know what i mean when when is it as a giant fan, they ran a big to- flea flicker in the super bowl in 86 you'll recall i mean they ran trick plays all the time with bill parcel everybody's doing it now i don't know why just again it- when, when you've got Colt McCoy or you've got a Daniel Jones who early in the year, you, 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 you were just really limited in what he could do or you'd let him do. To not throw a trick play in just to show it, even if it gains two yards or it loses three, just to show it, just to know that on a play action pass, hey, maybe I am going to do something crazy here. Otherwise, no, no one's going to fall for it. More power to the Browns. Well, when the Giants do it in the wild card game and they score on it, Joe Judge is going to point up to the stands and go, Joe, we did it for you. Joe. 
This is for you. No, but I then, mean, look, everybody, everybody practices trick plays during the week. I just I think mean, if you're I the giant, hold on. Just saying, you're the giant. You go in four and seven. Why? Why wouldn't you do something? I, I just. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Is my I question. Like the Browns let Baker let it loose before touching the first half. By the way, Joe, you had him in fantasy, even though you beat me. So. Oh, you played Joe this week? Yeah, my season's over. Joe, you had Mayfield. I lit him up. Joe, did you have Mayfield? No, you had Russell Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Baker and Rivers on the bench. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my thing is, for the Cleveland Browns. Bad manager, bad coach. (laughs) A win's a win, right? A win's a win. A win's a win. I also had David Montgomery on the bench in in favor of David Wilson, who racked up eight. Montgomery at 25. I couldn't have been any. Wait, David Wilson from the Giants out of retirement? No, what did I just say? David, David Wilson, Wilson. He's what the hell are you talking about? I'm like 100 years old. That, that Montgomery, David Montgomery, whatever his yeah, name yeah, is. So what I was going to say for Cleveland, yeah, it's nice that they got I almost said they all look the same, but I didn't. I meant football players, not American athletes. That would have been. I didn't say yeah, it, and I'm glad I didn't because that would have been. My thing is about the Jacob Brown, seriously, though. Do you, does that make my thing is, I want to just get to it. Is, they have to find ways because you're not going to be in scenarios where you're going to be up 38 to 7 once you get to the playoffs. They're going to the playoffs. They're no matter what you want to say, they can finish nine seven. They're still going to the playoffs. They'll be the number top wild card. Probably. And that's the thing. They're, they're going to have the Italians right now. That's the matchup right now. They're not going to have games like this where you're going to be up thirty eight to seven. So they have to find ways to finish. They have to find ways to continue the ways of how they got into this formula of winning, which is continue to run the football with Nick Chubb, dominate with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, and that defense rely on it with Miles Garrett back, who had a sack and had his presence felt yesterday. This team, danger, this team could be dangerous in the AFC. Well, here's the other thing, and I'm going to steal from someone else that I read about and heard on the TV, was the Browns have a top three. This is rated. This is by NFL experts and pro football focus. The Browns have a top three rated offensive line, both in rushing and have pass block. They have a good offensive line. So when you take the whole five and they're rated out, they have the top three offensive line with rushing and with pass blocking. So let's listen. Baker Mayfield has it all set up for him to succeed. You have one of the top offensive lines, both rushing, rushing, rushing attack and pass blocking. You have two studs in the backfield. You have a stud on the outside of Jarvis Landry. Donovan's Peoples-Jones from Michigan had another nice game yesterday. They played much better since Odell Beckham's injury, which is four and one. Which is kind of scary out. to think because you're like, how can this team play better when one of your best players is out? Because look at, t- I'm telling you, having a star receiver like that who want, who grabs the attention. Look at the Buccaneers; they haven't been the same since Antonio Brown. I know why you saw. Oh, Antonio Brown's a great player. I'm not saying that when you have so many talented players on your team, you have to find ways to get them the ball. And when an Odell Beckham Jr. is on your team, he wants the ball. He's a playmaker when the ball is in his hands. When you get him, I mean. You never want to see him get injured the way he did. But now with that, you don't have to rely on, oh, oh crap, I have to get the ball to Beckham. I have to force it to him sometimes. Like, he can st- dink and dunk the ball to Jarvis, um, Donovan's people, Jones, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hall, Austin Hooper. Uh, I think no Juku's still playing, but yeah. that's the thing. When you have a star, yeah, he's been great, General Wells, by the way. When you have a star like that, there's a lot of pressure on you as a quarterback. Just look at Eli Manning. I mean, Eli had to face a lot of pressure because you had Odell Beckham and the peak of his, like, that's when he was at the best of it. That's a lot of pressure. Now he doesn't have that much pressure. Now he just has to get the pressure of everybody saying, well, guess what? Go try to throw the ball and win a game and stop being crap. And he did that yesterday. 
They found a way to win, and he played well, and he was a big part of it. It was an impressive win by the Cleveland Browns and an impressive win by the New Let York. Let me tell you something. Go ahead, this was an important win for him because oh, Baker yeah. Mayfield, hold on, Baker yeah. Mayfield could still, by the way, still pull a Tim Tebow, win a playoff game, and still be out of a job next season. It's, it's, it's still possible. It yes. is. Depending on, but here's the thing. It sets up well. They got Baltimore next week. Huge game for them. And it's just like we told with the Giants. It's all about building momentum toward the end of the season. Where are you trending? Are you trending up or are you trending down? And right now, the Browns and the Giants are trending up. And they sh- both teams should continue that momentum going right to the playoffs. Do we consider both these teams legit threats in each respective conference? I think this. If the Giants have a better defense. So that gives the Giants every week in and week out a chance to win the football game. If your defense can play like it did yesterday, I don't care who you're playing, you're going to give yourself a chance. Now, the brush, Browns' Russian attack can do the same type of thing. You can do what well, Tennessee did. Well, if you can control the clock, Joe, and that's something that you said about the Giants, if you can control the clock and Mahomes and Russell Wilson ain't on the field, they can't score points. And then what you said about Cole McCoy, and Baker Mayfield is going to have to be a Cole McCoy, don't screw the game up for I mean I don't know where the stat I had the thing from Bill says we don't need him to win the game we just don't need him to lose the game play efficient make the third down throws when we ask you to and that's it and that's what they and both that's what both teams did and that's why both of those teams on this football Monday are victorious and not in the L column so a an impressive two wins two of the most impressive wins of the entire football season the Cleveland Browns and the New York Giants job well done to both teams I just want to finish off with something very quickly. I can't say that for the other New York team. My God, that is that is just absurd. <laughs> it's just comical what's going on with the New York football Jets, I should say. It's just comical. Terrible. You're a happy man, too. Right, Ted? You're a happy man. Ted, you're silent. Why are you not speaking? I don't like when he doesn't speak. It gets me nervous when he doesn't speak. I don't He's mind. still not speaking. I don't mind it at all. Uh, listen, I, I, I keep saying, and I'll insist upon this, I think it's going to be harder for the Jets to go 0-16 than it will be for the Steelers to go 16-0. and But, but, hold on. Week in and week out, the Jets are doing what I say it takes, is to show incompetence at every single level. And to have a lead like they did, and to still find a way to blow it, and to, to blow it in... In ex- I mean, you can't even excuse. I mean, how did that even happen? Are you guys kidding me? Unbelievable. I mean, no. the, the Jets suck. Joe, there's there's no good. other way to say this. Jets suck. Joe, it answered your question. The Jets are purposely trying to lose. And if you don't think they're going to not go on 16, yes, they proved that to you. They're literally trying to lose to get Trevor Lawrence. Two plays in a row. They no, play. they're not. No. They're so not they're trying to lose. I refuse to believe it. If you're the head coach of your football team and you're up by seven, aren't you telling your defensive backs don't let anyone get behind you? Yeah, but wait a minute. Now, you're assuming I'm a coach who's showed any competence in the NFL at all you in your career. Coach, Joe, 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 I know you might not been up. Big assumption. But here's the thing. If you go back in history. Yes. Greg Williams, this is not the first time he's done this. Go back against multiple Hail Mary games. They showed it last night at Scott Van Pelt show. He did it when he was the Saints coach. He did it when he was the Rams coach. He did it. He has done it with the Browns. He's done it multiple times when up by a touchdown with less than 30 runs seconds to play. He runs a cover zero blitz. He brings the corner off the thing. And no safety over the top. All, all the other times he's run it, 
It's worked because a quarterback had a scramble and couldn't reach the end zone. Well, you got to be sacked. You got to be realistic. And the problem is, Derek Carr, if anyone had any pressure up the middle, he should have got sacked. Should have got sacked. But listen, when it doesn't work, like we always say, well, it doesn't. It doesn't help that he does, he has the Jets defense and not the Rams and at the time, which was a good defense. That's what it comes out. But to. again, listen, if you're thirteen and zero, you're like playing back in the right. I mean. My, my, look, again, I mean, if you're the Jets and you're trying to get a win, I mean, the easy play is everybody stand at the goal line. Oh, I know. Joe, that's what that's the obvious answer That's it. They, they make sure they don't get there. That hey, We got to win this game. That's um, why Greg Williams doesn't have a job today. Plain and simple. And Adam Gase, when they asked him, like, were you, did you know what he was calling? He was like, yeah. That guy's a moron. That guy should not be Listen, coaching. That head, guy should be if working If you're the head battle. coach, you override him. Because I guarantee Joe Judge Well, if you're the head coach and he says it and you agree – you should be fired, and so, he should be fired. So they're not firing him because if they fire him, what has happened? We should just like the Lions yesterday. The teams play hard and they win it for the the scout team coach for the rest of the season. The Jets are trying to lose. They want listen. They want to keep Gates because they know the incompetence to Adam Gates is going to let them go low in sixteen. If they fire him, whoever the head coach is, watch the Jets will win next week, and you'll be like. We've got to win for the scout team coach, just like the Lions yesterday. Darren Bevel, coach for the Lions. That's what they filed Patricia. Down 10 points, down came, back came back to win. Yeah, those You know what? I've, I've got a perfect solution. You want to you wanna hire a coach? You want to fire Gase, hire a coach they won't play for? Hire Lou Holtz. <laughs> You're killing it. You want to talk about a guy uh, who could definitely not win over a locker room quick? Oh, That's your man. You want Lou Holtz? Could, Lou Holtz? Lou Holtz could help them go zero and seventeen somehow. That's how bad it would be. You're more confident than uh, uh, Adam Case. All I know is we're happy, we're happy Giant fans today, and we could talk another week of Giant football in a blessing win. We're going to be back. Before Thursday night's game, because Thursday night is a very, very interesting game from a standpoint of how legit are the New England Patriots, and if so, how far can they actually go with Bill Belichick? It's just proving why he is Bill Belichick in the GOAT. Yep, Joe, I know you love that picture. Put it away, we'll Joe. talk about that later in the week. Joseph, as always, thank you, buddy. Just had to slip that one, and I'll catch you guys later. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are streaming on all social media platforms at Keys to the City. So subscribe, comment, like, and share. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City on this beautiful Victory Monday. We are Keys to the City. We are out. Keys to the City, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city, we're unlocking the statements. Streaming everything.